the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Palestine. Here we go! Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup, played in 2024. This episode covers Palestine's players. We're doing this media cast in two parts. Part one is uh, looking at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Uh, we think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done, so we're aiming for a lighter, more listener-friendly version this time. Uh, part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad is selected. We think that'll be in late December or early January. At that time, we'll go over the list that we compiled this time and see who made it and who didn't. We will also cover things like injuries, surprise selections, but uh, we'll talk about that more at the end. And uh, we have made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. In short, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, with both uh, taking place in early 2024. And we've also started our coverage of the World Cup 2026 qualifying. So this episode will have three sections. In section one, we're going to give and discuss some general information on the team. Section two is the main part where we look at the candidates in each position and their likelihood of making it. And section three, uh, we give any closing thoughts and uh, preview part two in more detail. All right, let's begin then. So section one is some general information on the squad. And uh, we start with just a couple of observations here. Uh, the first one is about uh, recent, excuse me. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, recent new or returning players. So um, we found it a bit difficult to determine the likelihood of some of the players we're going to present because um, some, some new players were brought in or uh, players that had been on the team brought back after an absence. Um, and we saw these, especially in the September games, there were actually no October games uh, for Palestine, as we'll see soon. Uh, so that also means that some of the players who had been fairly regular, regularly selected and starting uh, were not selected for the September games. So it leads to a bit of confusion and I'm anxious to look at the November games to see, um, to see, uh, you know, what the situation is with the squad. Uh, the other thing too is, while most teams played about 20 games over the past two years, um, Palestine only played eight games, uh, so we don't have a lot of information or, or a lot of uh, data to go on there. 
And finally, uh, I'm sure we all know of the uh, the uh, political situation in Palestine right now. Uh, even before that, they were playing their games, their home games outside of Korea. Uh, sorry, outside of um, Palestine. Uh, usually in Saudi Arabia or in Qatar. Uh, it's hard to say, though, how the recent political uh, situation will affect the team. And um, uh, some of the plays, players do have Israeli connections, either being born there or playing for clubs there. So um, it's, uh, I'm feeling sad for the difficulty uh, they must be facing right now. Uh, anyway, uh, whether the civil situation will affect uh, whether they play games or not remains to be seen. We're doing this in late October, so uh, we have some games coming up in November, and uh, we'll have to see uh, how that uh, sorts itself out. Uh, let's move on to the next section, uh, and we talk about any significant retirements from the squad. So we do have a couple of players uh, to mention. The first one is... Uh, uh, Abdelatif Badari. So Abdelatif Badari was the captain. Uh, he played with the team from 2007 to 21. So a fairly recent retirement a couple of years ago. He had uh, 82 caps and eight goals for the team. And uh, as I said, the captain uh, during the Asian Cup in 2019. So he last appeared uh, for the national team uh, I have June 2022 here, so perhaps he was on the bench uh, even after playing his last game in 2021. Anyway, even that was a, a year and a half ago almost, so uh, we don't expect to see him called up to the squad. Um, he's 39 years old. Uh, the other one is Abdullah Jabbar, or perhaps it should be pronounced Jabbar. Uh, last played for the team in uh, 2019, but actually late in the year, in November 2019. So the uh, Asian Cup that year was in January, so he did play on with the team for almost a year there. But again, we don't expect him to uh, return despite uh, that he's still at playing age. Uh, okay, let us look at club affiliations for um, Palestine. So about half of their players play uh, uh, domestically and about half of them play outside the country. So let's look at the main domestic clubs that the players are coming from. And uh, by far the most uh, common one is uh, Hilal Al-Quds. Um, and then to a lesser degree, uh, these two teams, Jabal Al-Mukabar and Marquez Balata uh, seem to be the clubs uh, most represented on the national team there. Uh, those playing outside of the country, uh, about half of them do, and uh, really with a, a big variety of countries, so I, I uh, can't name them all because there's probably about 15 different countries re represented, and actually no country uh, kind of represented uh, predominantly, so uh, we do have two playing for small clubs in Sweden, and um, uh, they play anywhere. We have one from Chile, one from uh, Indonesia, and another from Thailand, uh, one in Switzerland. A few of them do play in uh, Israel, so I suppose that's the uh, country most represented uh, there. So we have three players, four players from uh, uh, with Israeli clubs, and um, and then a couple of clubs in the uh, 
uh, UAE or uh, the Middle East, um, their countries like Bahrain or uh, Kuwait. Uh, okay, and then uh, there are no really big names. I would say uh, Charleroi in, in Belgium, which is not a big club, but that's probably um, the biggest club uh, outside of uh, um outside of the country okay let's take a look at their recent games and as we said just eight games to look at here um some teams played uh games in early 2022 but not palestine their first games were in june uh three games in june 2022 and those were qualifiers for this asian cup um, the teams they played were mongolia yemen and philippines there um and again, most teams uh, had friendlies in September and October, especially of 2022 and November, uh, but none for Palestine uh, during that period. And uh, in 2023, they did play some friendlies. All of them were played away uh, or, or were away games. Again, home games are played outside the country uh, as well. But in March, uh, they played one game, and that was against Bahrain. And then uh, in June 2023, they played two games. Uh, that was uh, Indonesia and China. And in September 2023, they played Oman and Vietnam, two games. So those are the eight games they've had over the past two years. And that's what we look at uh, when we consider the players' participation. We look at uh, how much they've uh, participated over the last two years. Um, okay, and then uh, significantly no games in October 2023, uh, which is our most uh, recent information for um, uh, for most teams, but we don't have that for Palestine. So September 2023 is our most recent information there. Uh, okay, next we look at formations, and really it's a real mix and match. There's uh, hardly a pattern. Uh, for um, Palestine, uh, but I will say uh, generally they do have four at the back, but recently they've played a couple of games uh, with five at the back, a 5-1 formation, and I wonder if that will be what they do uh, in the Asian Cup since they're playing kind of tougher teams. Uh, maybe they're uh, practicing with five at the back because uh, in four and three of their last four games, they've used five at the back. Um, otherwise, though, over the past uh, two years, it's been four at the back. Um, the midfield is uh, generally four or five players, but it's often separated into two lines. So it, even if it's a four-three-three, there may actually be kind of one defensive midfielder and two uh, midfielders further upfield or uh, a 5-4-1, uh, one of the 5-4-1s is definitely like five at the back, but then two lines of 5-2-2-1, uh, uh, two lines of midfield, uh, each with two players. So we do uh, often see that, but uh, uh, a bit of a mix and match there. They've even used a diamond formation, which is ostensibly a 4-4-2, a but in fact is a 4-1-2-1, two so three lines of midfield uh there against the philippines in june 2022 uh so when we try to pin down to um uh, recent formations as i said uh the five at the back uh 
uh, has been the most common recently, and then uh, a 422 or some variation of a 422, uh, for example, like a 422 and then 2. Uh, so forward line can be anywhere between uh, uh, either one or two forwards. And uh, they did use a 433. Uh, in the first two games there of the Asian qualifiers, but haven't used it since. Uh, okay, and finally, uh, in this section, the upcoming games. So they have two World Cup qualifiers coming up in November. Uh, and those will be uh, Lebanon away, so uh, not far away from where they are, and then Australia at home. That is a home game. Uh, but they'll be playing it in Kuwait there. So we expect that they'll be using their best players in those two games. And um, uh, looking at the squad will shed some light, and we will be updating that in part two of the uh, media cast here. Uh, and so far, there are no uh, uh, pre-tournament friendlies here uh, that they have scheduled. Um but they might schedule uh, a couple. Most teams don't have any scheduled um, so far, so I'll say none yet, um, because I wouldn't be surprised if they schedule a few. Okay, that brings us to the end of part one, and we move on to part two, where we start looking at the candidates. But before looking at the players, we're going to look at the managers. So... Um, uh, just uh, uh, out of uh, just to kind of create the narrative here, uh, the outgoing manager is um, uh, Nuruddin Ould Ali. So he was their manager uh, from 2018 to 2021. So he took them through the Asian Cup in 2019 and stayed on for a couple of years after. But there's not much more to say about him because the new manager has been in the position uh, since 2021. So the new manager or the, the current manager is, um, I'll just put uh, Nuruddin Uldali in red. Uh, new manager is uh, Makran Daboob. So I'll just say that uh, when you see a player's name on the graphics here in gray, like Macron Daboob, it means they've never uh, taken part in a tournament. If it's in black, uh, like Ulda, uh, Nurdin Uldali, then um, it is. Uh, it indicates they've been through a tournament. So uh, Palestine national team since uh, 2021. He is Tunisian, and uh, this is the only job he's had, uh, Palestine national team coach. Well, uh, he did coach the uh, under-16 team from 2019, and uh, he was the interim coach before uh, getting the job permanently in May 2021, but uh, uh, he doesn't have uh, any experience uh, beyond that. He was a professional player in Tunisia from 1989 to 2008, but he didn't earn uh, any international caps. He was a goalkeeper. Uh, okay, that is the manager uh, leading them through the tournament, and uh, we uh, move on to goalkeepers. So we'll start just by listing the names, and then we'll give a bit of biographical information on the players, especially the main candidates. 
and then uh, we'll do a little summary, which is a bit of a narrative as to how the position has played out over the past uh, two years. So we have a definite candidate in Randy, uh, sorry, in Rami Hamaday, Rami Hamaday, and then we have four possible candidates. So no likely candidates, but four possible ones. The first is Name Abu Akar. The second is uh, Bara Karub, and then Amr Kadura, and finally uh, Taufik Ali. Tofik Ali, and there you can see which ones uh, were in the 2019 Cup if you're uh, watching on YouTube because those last two uh, names are in black, so that means they've been in a tournament. So uh, Rami Hamaday has been with uh, Palestine since 2013, and he has 42 caps and is uh, 29 years old. And uh, he was part of the squad in the 2015 Asian Cup, but just a bench player there and um he was a starter in the 2019 asian cup so uh he'll pretty much uh certain to be the starter in this one too because he has started all eight of their games over the past two years so rami uh, rami hamaday a uh, definite to uh be brought to the tournament and probably a starter as well uh but who his backups will be um is uh, what we'll turn our attention to next, because we have four candidates. Uh, name Abu Bakr doesn't have any uh, caps for the national team, uh, but he was on the bench for five of the games uh, over the past uh, over the past two years, including the last three um, and just three matches that he wasn't selected for. So I'm trying to order. Uh, I'm trying to order these in in kind of order of our expectations so because he was uh uh more recent than the other ones we think he had has the best chance uh they'll probably bring two of these by the way uh next one is bara karub also with no chances and he's the youngest of this group at 25 years old he got his first appearance on the bench in uh june 2023 and um uh was on the bench for all four uh, of the matches since then so we think he's a good candidate too uh, the two who were uh, backups in the asian cup 200 uh, 2019 seem a bit less likely the first is amar kudura and uh, he's been with the team since 2019 uh, although he didn't get his first cap until 2021 and uh, now he has three caps he plays for a small team in sweden uh Landskrona, he was born in sweden actually and uh again on the bench for the 2019 asian cup but uh since then he's been on the bench uh for um only two matches however uh one of them was the last match there in september uh so uh, kind of um confusing us really because he seemed to be kind of fading out and then return for the last match. Uh, and then the last one is actually a veteran, uh, Ali Tawfiq, since 2011. He has 42 caps and uh, is, is 33 years old. And uh, he uh, was part of the um, Asian Cup in 2015. He actually was not the starting keeper, but he did play in game three there. And then he was on the bench for the 2019 Asian Cup. And uh, he was on the bench for four of their eight games over the past two years. 
however, not for the last three matches. So, um, uh, uh, make of it what you will. So we'll finish with a kind of a narrative on the position. So Hamaday is undoubtedly the starter, uh, but the question is which of the four candidates will be brought as backup. So all of them have a claim. Uh, we're, we're placing most emphasis on recent appearances, um, but even that is a bit hard to define. I would say of the four, Tofi currently seems the least likely, uh, and his age, 33 years old, uh, probably a strike against him as they'll they'll probably want to develop um you know backups uh, for Rami Hamaday down the road okay that is the situation with goalkeepers and we move on to defenders and uh, we'll start with central defenders and and begin by introducing the uh, candidates so first one is Michelle Termanini as a possible candidate and um, next is Mohamed Salah or Mohamed Saleh um, as a possible candidate. And I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Michelle Termanini is a likely candidate. Mohamed Saleh as a possible candidate. Also, Amid uh, Magna as a possible candidate. And finally, Madi Isa, a possible candidate. We have a couple of, um, uh, uh, we have one candidate who's possible but unlikely. His name is Bashar Al-Shobaki. Uh, he was new and on the bench uh, for one game in June of 2023, but not selected since then. So we'll leave, uh, leave his name off the list uh and bring it back if he uh, is named to the final squad but we think that's unlikely uh, we also have as a very outside chance uh the retired player we mentioned abdel latif badari um but again we, we really doubt he would uh, come back into the team however this is not a lot of central defenders and usually they bring uh five uh around five or six so uh Perhaps there is a chance for those two players. Uh, anyway, let's go back to introducing them. And oh my goodness, I forgot to, <laughs> I forgot our uh, definite player here. So we do have five. The definite player is Yasser Hamid. And um, uh, uh, let's begin by talking about him. So Yasser Hamid has been with the team since 2019. He has 26 caps and five goals. I think three of them are recent making him, uh, I believe he's the highest scorer recently, or their tech, uh, second top scorer in World Cup 2022 qualifying. So Yasser Hamed was born in Spain and currently plays for Northeast United in India. And he has played uh, in Spain as well. He was with Athletic Bilbao Youth Club in Spain, but the actual clubs he played for were much smaller uh, than that. Uh, over the past year, uh, two years, he has started seven of their eight games and subbed in for one other. So we consider Yasser Hamid a definite candidate uh, for the squad in the Asian Cup. Next, we have Michel Termanini, and he is possible. Uh, sorry, he is likely. I don't know what's wrong with my head today. Uh, Michel Termanini was born in Sweden and, and played for... Uh, a few clubs in Sweden, now he plays in Kuwait. So he's kind of been all over the Middle East. 
Uh, he has been with uh, Palestine since 2018, but just seven caps and one goal. Uh, and he wasn't part of the Asian Cup squad uh, there in 2019. In fact, he returned to the team after a more than five-year absence in March of 2023 and started four of their remaining five games and was on the bench for another. So we're going to see a few players like this who kind of returned to the squad uh, over the last year. And it's a bit difficult to say uh, what his chances really are, having been off the squad for five years and then uh, suddenly coming in for the last five games. And uh, keep in mind, there was no manager change to kind of explain uh, this sudden um the sudden return to him. Anyway, we're putting him at the likely level here, uh, given that participation. And next we have Amid Magna. And uh, Amid Magna uh, got his first appearance on the bench in um, September 2023 and uh, started one of their two remaining games and uh, was on the bench for the other. Um, so brand new to the squad and he plays his uh, club soccer in israel uh, and he actually um was the uh, central defender in a three-man back line so we saw they were experimenting with a five-man defensive line uh, in the last couple of games there so he was the uh, central the central uh, central defender so in in the, in the middle of the three central defenders there um uh, for that game um so uh okay so uh just the one game for ahmed magna uh so a possible candidate and finally uh, Mah uh mahdi isa uh he has no caps for the national team he got his first appearance on the bench in june of 2023 uh and was on the bench for two games but then not called in for the two September matches. So it uh, doesn't look uh, that likely, but we do have him as a possible candidate. Uh, okay, and uh, let's finish by summarizing the position. So uh, Yasser Hamid and Mohamed Saleh uh, played as partners for most of the period. Um, and then Termanini came in increasingly and uh, Mohamed Saleh uh, didn't play the last two. Now, part of the reason for this might be that Mohamed Saleh is uh, unattached to a club since July. So often when that happens, uh, because their uh, fitness level uh, goes down, um, uh, they're not selected. So perhaps that's the reason he didn't play for the last two, opening the door a bit more for Termanini. Uh, and then I mentioned the last game, uh, uh, Magna came in uh, against Vietnam where they made it a five-man defense. So I'm also thinking that uh, they may be preparing that five-man defense for the stronger teams they'll be facing in the Asian Cup. In that case, uh, Magna might get a few more starts. As it is, he just has uh, uh, the one uh, start. Okay, let us move on to the left-back position. And actually, we have two definite candidates here, so we'll sort that out for you. Uh, the first uh, definite candidate is Samar Jundi. Uh, his name is uh, also spelled Jondi uh, as well as Jundi. So 
uh, I'm kind of trying to, trying to get between the middle there, Samir Jundi. And uh, the other definite candidate is Mohammed Khalil. And we'll talk about him uh, because he's coded as a central defender. Uh, next, we have a portable candidate in uh, Camilo Saldana. And then we have uh, two uh, candidates whose names I'll just mention at possible but unlikely level. The first is Wajdi Naban. And he uh, got an appearance on the bench in March 2023, but wasn't selected afterwards. And uh, Musaf Yusufin, uh, sorry, that is Mohammed Yusufin, uh, similarly got two appearances on the bench in March 2023, but wasn't called in after that. So again, we'll add them back into the list uh, if, uh, if necessary. And here also as a player seemingly off the squad, Abdullah Jabbar. Uh, Abdullah Jabbar or Jabbar and um, again last played for the national team in 2019 uh, but is only 30 years old so I think there's a higher possibility of him uh, coming back in. We introduced him as one of the retired players. Anyway we're going to focus on the three names that uh, do make our list here. So Samar Jundi uh, was uh, with the team since just since 2022 so he only has seven caps However, uh, after uh, um, over the past two years, he uh, those seven caps are over the past two years, and then he was on the bench for the last match, so he was consistently called up, and actually uh, fairly consistently starting, but a bit of doubt introduced by him being on the bench uh, for the last match. But we never have him. Uh, we nevertheless have him as a definite candidate. The other definite candidate is Mohammed Khalil. And as I said, he's coded as a central defender, but we moved him for this media cast because recently uh, his only two starts have been uh, as a left back. Uh, he was called up for all eight matches, but only started two of them and was on the bench for six others. That's why we have him as a definite candidate. So uh, it doesn't seem to be a starter as a central defender. Uh, if he starts recently, it's been as a left back, uh, but we have him as a definite candidate because we uh, strongly believe he'll make it to the, to the squad. Uh, finally here, we have Camilo Saldana. So uh, Camilo Saldana was born in Chile and uh, there is a connection that uh, Palestine has with Chile. In fact, uh, one of the Chilean uh, one of the Chilean club teams is called Palestino, and um, we have had players uh, with a Chilean background. So it's a diaspora uh, of Palestine, uh, Palestinians uh, living in Chile. And in fact, uh, Camilo Saldani played for that club. Uh, uh, Palestino for six years. Now he's with uh, Union San Felipe in Chile since 2023. And he got his first cap very recently too in September. Uh, he didn't start either of those two games, but he uh, was subbed in for both. Uh, and so we consider him a possible candidate here. Okay, so let's finish this section by summarizing the position. It was Samar Jundi for six games and uh, the central defender Mohamed Khalil for two matches, including the last one. So uh, maybe uh, Mohamed Khalil is the backup for this position, as well as being a backup for uh, central defenders because they didn't seem to have enough candidates there. 
Okay, moving on to right backs, we'll introduce the candidates. Uh, we have a definite candidate in Musa Farawi and a likely candidate in Musab Al-Batah. And just the two players here. And let's introduce Musa Farawi. So he's been with the team since 2019 and has four caps. Uh, and in fact, started uh, four of their eight games over the past two years. So even though he uh, uh, first appeared on the bench in 2019, uh, uh, got his first cap, it seems, uh, recently, over the past two years. Uh, started four games, subbed in for one, and on the bench for three others. So uh, consistently called up is Musa Farawi, and so we have him as a definite candidate. Uh, the other one, the likely candidate, is Musab Al-Batah. Uh, he's a veteran with the team since 2013 and has 54 caps. He plays for uh, Cleopatra in Egypt and was part of the squad for the 2015 Asian Cup and the 2019 Asian Cup. He was a starter in both of those tournaments. Uh, recently, though, over the past four uh the past two years he started four of their games uh, subbed in for one but not selected for three others so uh, that's why we move him down to likely due to those three non-selections um, however moving on to the summary uh, we do see that they are sharing the position for all we for four games and Albatat for four games including the last two so in terms of recency, he has the, uh, uh, Al-Batat has a slight advantage, but really it does seem like they share the position and maybe uh, that's what they'll do at the Asian Cup as well. Okay, we are finished with defense and we're moving on to midfield and we're gonna start with uh, defensive midfielders. Uh, the fact is, as I said during the team information, they actually do use two lines of midfield uh, more than a lot of teams. Uh, so they have one kind of uh, midfielder more as a defensive midfielder and then two, uh, I, I'm not going to say attacking midfielders because usually ahead of them uh, there are three attacking players. So um, we'll say central and defensive midfielders. However, there doesn't seem to be a lot of um, uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, um, how can I say attention given to whether it's a player coded as a defensive midfielder uh, playing in that role. In other words, uh, all of them will participate somewhere in the middle of the midfield uh, without much distinction between uh, who's coded as a defensive and central. Okay, let's get on with it, and I'm going to start with the player kind of uh, who seems to be off the squad, but was a reasonably big name. He was a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup, and that is uh, Mohamed Darwish. So we're going to put him on the seems to be off the squad because I wouldn't be that surprised to see him back. I won't dwell on him a lot uh, other than to say that he was on the team since 2015 and had 29 caps and was a starter uh, in the Asian Cup. He also last appeared for the team in June 2022, so that's not that long ago, and uh, he's 32 years old, so he's not that old. So I wouldn't be shocked to see him uh, coming back into the team. 
Uh, okay, let's go to our uh, main candidates, though, and we have three at the definite level. First one is Mohammed Yamin, and then we have Mohammed Rashid or Mohammed Basim Rashid. Uh, initially, uh, I had him called as Mohammed uh, Basim, but recently I've seen Mohammed Rashid. And then we have uh, Ode Karoub also at the definite level and we even have one at the likely level uh, at a jabbar or at a jabber so uh, let's go back over these players and we'll we'll see how they uh, all fit into the midfield here uh, Mohamed Yamin has been with the team since 2016 with 39 caps and three goals. Um, it was a surprise that he wasn't included in the 2019 Asian Cup squad, but over the past two years, he started six of their eight games and subbed in for two others. So he's always called up uh, Mohamed Yamin and usually as a starter. Next, uh, Mohamed Rashid, also a definite candidate. Um, He's been with the team since 2018 with 35 caps and two goals. He plays for Bali United in Indonesia uh, since 2023, but he's also played for Smuha, which is a fairly big club in Egypt. Um, and he also played for uh, St. Francis uh, University team in the United States. He was born in Palestine, but seems to have uh, some kind of a connection with the USA there. He was part of the squad, Mohamed Rashid, in uh, the 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, he wasn't actually even on the bench for game one, but he subbed into game two and then started game three. So hard to say if he was a starter uh, there or not, um, but uh, nevertheless uh, had some field time. Over the past two years, he started six of their uh, eight games and um, subbed in for one and was on the bench for one. Uh, the one he was on the bench for was the last match. So we're going to see, again, a bit of that confusion over the last couple of games for Palestine. Uh, so Mohamed Rashid seemed to be a starter, uh, but now we have a bit of doubt on that. He he did score two of their 10 goals in um, or, uh, or in uh, qualifying for this cup. So uh, he, despite being coded as a defensive midfielder, uh, does put the ball in the net. Uh, sometimes, only recently, actually. Okay, the third definite candidate is Ode Karoub. And Ode Karoub been with the team since 2017 with 23 caps. So his profile looks quite similar to the other ones. Uh, the difference being that he, uh, like Mohamed Yamin, was not called up for the Asian Cup in 2019. Over the past two years, he started one, just one of their eight games, but he was subbed in for six and on the bench for one other. So our coding here is based on whether we think they will make it to the Asian Cup squad, and he uh, seems a definite candidate for doing that, but uh, doesn't seem to be likely to be a starting player. So Ode Karub. Um, a definite candidate, but a substitute. And I'll actually say his only start there was as a central attacking midfielder, uh, even though he's coded as a defensive midfielder. Uh, next, we have one likely candidate, Atad Jabbar. 
and uh, he plays for ne uh, Nefchi Baku in Azerbaijan. So perhaps I should have put that uh, among the bigger clubs because it is one of the biggest clubs in Azerbaijan. And I think they make it to the Champions League uh, from time to time. Anyway, uh, he's been with them since 2022. He was with Ashdod in Israel before that, and he was actually born in Israel at Jabber. So um, I can't imagine what his situation is in the current political climate. It must be very uh, awkward. Anyway, he got his first cap in June 2023 and uh, started all four of their games since then. So really uh, making his way into the team here is Atta Jabber. And uh, even though he's very new to the squad, we consider him a likely candidate. And that's all we have here. So let me try to untangle this a bit. And no, uh, before I do, I'm going to introduce the one central midfielder that we have. Uh, because those positions overlap. And we only have one uh, central midfielder. I don't think I've had any team who have had uh, as few central midfielders as that. Uh, and it's at the possible level. Uh, the player is Amid uh, Sawafta. And uh, he is new to the team since 2023 with four caps. He got his first appearance on the bench actually in 2021 but then uh, was off the team for 21 months until he returned um, uh, returned in March of 2023. But he didn't start any games. He uh, subbed in for four and was on the bench for one other. Uh, nevertheless, he was selected for the last five games, and we have him as a possible candidate, um, only as a substitute, though. Okay, now we can go back and kind of summarize the uh, situation in the middle of the field. And um, there tended to be three central midfielders early on, and usually they were in a 1-2 formation. Uh, sometimes the, the, two, uh, the two playing ahead of the one uh, were left-wingers and right-wingers, and uh, they came in. Uh, for what was really a left midfield and a right midfield position because there are three attackers ahead of them uh, playing. Nevertheless, uh, wingers sometimes came in for the position. Uh, Mohamed Darwish was there for the first game but has been off the team uh, uh, or kind of off the field since then. Um, he, oh no, June 22 was their first game in 2022. So uh, he's been off the team since then. Uh, so Darwish initially and uh, Yamin and Rashid were regularly there. So our two definite candidates, um, Mohammed Yamin and Mohammed Rashid, uh, were there regularly. And then, as we said, Atta Jabber came in for the last four. Uh, he didn't replace one of them. He, he replaced each of them twice. So it doesn't shed any light on... Uh, 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 who he's replacing. In fact, he just seems to be uh, kind of backing them up. So uh, currently all three of them kind of playing in the central midfield. And recently the central midfield has been two players rather than three. So perhaps it'll be all three of them if they go back to one of those formations demanding three midfielders. Okay, uh, let's move on. Uh, for left and right midfielders, we actually have no players coded uh, that way, even the formation, even though 
the formation they use does sometimes call for it. So as uh, we said, it's either defensive midfielders or wingers coming in to play that position uh, when they use that formation. And that brings us nicely to talk about the wingers. And we'll begin with the left wingers where we have three possible candidates. The first one is Islam Batram. Uh, the second is Ala Aldin Hassan. Uh, sometimes just called Ala Aldin. And the third one is Alu, uh, sorry, Ali Abu Alpha. Uh, so three possible candidates there. Also, one uh, possible but unlikely who I'll just mention but not add to the list, and that's Samir Marouf. Uh, he's a Swedish-born uh, player actually playing in Sweden, uh, but he was called up in March 2023, then disappeared again. So we'll add him to the list if he uh, appears on the final squad. Okay, let's look at the three possible candidates then. Uh, Islam Batran has been with the team since 2016 and has 25 caps and five goals. He's also unattached uh, since July. Uh, prior to that, he was with the team in Thailand. Um, and to the national team, he returned after a 21-month absence in March of 2023. He started one of the remaining five games, and he was subbed in for two, but not selected for the last two matches. And again, uh, one wonders if that is because he's not playing for his club. Okay, the second possible candidate is Ala Aldin Hassan. And uh, he uh, got his first cap in September 2023 and started both of those games uh, then. Uh, so he has two caps for the national team. He's 23 years old. And he uh, also plays in Israel. So uh, with Hapoel Acre in Israel uh, most recently. So Al Aldin uh, Hassan, uh, another possible candidate. And finally, Ali Abdu. No, Ali Abu Alpha uh, also got his first cap in September 2023. So two new players brought in to this position. And then one player, Islam Batran, uh, may be out of the position uh, because he doesn't have a club. Uh, Ali Abu Alpha started one of their remaining two games there. And he was subbed in for the other. So uh, both of them got on the field there. And uh, this is the situation uh, on the left wing. In fact, it's a very unsettled position, the most unsettled position uh, for Palestine. It's a different player almost every time. And mostly the left wing position is played by out of position players. So the forward who we'll meet shortly, uh, Chihade, has, has played the position twice. And right winger uh, Warda, who we'll meet right away, has played it twice. Uh, but most of the time, uh, it, well, we saw uh, these three possible candidates have each played it uh, once uh, as well. And most of the time, it's a left attacking midfield or a left forward role. So actually, Warda uh, only played it when it was a, uh, a truly a left wing role there. Okay, so a lot of confusion on the left, but it's much more clear on the right, except for the fact that the uh, the player playing the right wing position, which is uh, not 
often right wing it's a right attacking midfielder or even right forward uh the player playing that position mostly is actually a left winger uh tamar siam so we'll introduce him tamar siam as a definite candidate and then the player i just mentioned uh mahmoud abu warda uh is a likely candidate um here too so let's take a look at these players tamar siam is one of the more experienced players on the squad since 2014 with 57 caps and 12 goals and he uh, also plays in thailand uh, and he was a starter uh, in the 2019 asian cup uh, despite being with the team around the time of the 2015 asian cup he wasn't selected but was a starter in 2019 and uh, started seven of their eight games over the past two years and was on the bench for the other. And uh, we moved him from uh, left wing uh, because he primarily plays on the right as a right attacking midfielder or right forward. Uh, he did play on the left a couple of times and kind of roves around the field a little bit, but over the past two years, he uh, appeared on the right side uh, right quadrant, the right upper quadrant of the field, we can say uh, he appeared there a bit more often. Okay, the uh, likely candidate, Mahmoud Abu Warder, um, uh, has been with the team since 2019, but has 27 caps and three goals, so he gets on the field quite often, and he... Uh, 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 he wasn't part of the Asian Cup squad in 2019. Uh, he started six of their eight games over the past two years, subbed in for one of those, and not selected for one. But that one was the last match. So he's another of those players for whom we have a seed of doubt about because they weren't uh, selected right at the end here. So uh, as we mentioned, he uh, is also a bit of a rover, but... Um, he plays a little bit more on the left side, even though he's coded as a right winger. And we said, especially when it is a truly uh, winger role uh, on the left, he tends to move over there. But again, a bit of worry uh, that he wasn't selected for the last game. So let me just um, uh, clarify this position. And uh, basically, it is mostly uh, uh, Tamar Sam. Uh, playing on the right upper quadrant of the field, uh, but sometimes uh, we do see other players there, including Warda, who has uh, uh, played on the right one or two times. Okay, and uh, finally, we move on to the forward line. I shouldn't say finally, because we include attacking midfielders in that, uh, in that category. So let's begin with uh, attacking midfielder, Jonifer Cantilana. Uh, as a likely candidate, and uh, Same Maraba as a possible candidate. Just two candidates here. Jonathan Cantilana has been with Palestine since 2015 and has 30 caps and a fairly impressive 10 goals there. And he is one of those uh, players from the diaspora in Chile. Uh, they used to have more of them now they only seem to have a couple. So uh, we speculated. Uh, I, in fact, I think I was told by a Palestinian student of mine 
that uh, the Israeli travel restrictions uh, does create some problems. So maybe that's why the number of Chilean players, Chilean Palestine uh, Palestine players has gone down since 2019. Uh, Jonathan Cantonella himself may have had the same problems because he was absent from the team for four years uh, and he returned in March 2023. Uh, didn't start any games but he was subbed in for three and not selected for two. So he's kind of making a late comeback to the team. He was a starter uh, in the Asian Cup in 2019 and then uh, seemed to be off the team as most of the Chilean uh, base players were uh, but then made a comeback. He, he uh, was one of the few who kind of made a comeback onto the team. He doesn't play in Chile uh, right now. Uh, he plays uh, for a Malaysian team uh, and actually has been in that part of the world since 2019, playing in Indonesia also. So, uh, again, uh, played in the 2019 Asian Cup, off the team since then, but uh, making a comeback. Uh, the likely player there is uh, Same Maraba, and he has been with the team since 2015 with 43 caps and 12 goals. And he was also a starter... Uh, uh, no, not in the 2015 Asian Cup. He didn't make that squad. But in the 2019 Asian Cup, uh, at least in game one, he was a starter. But then he lost his starting position and didn't appear uh, after that. He had been their top scorer in qualifying uh, for the 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, but in the past two years, he was actually off the team um, for uh, 12 months, returning in September 2023, so returning for their last two games, uh, and was subbed in for one and on the bench for the other. So another player kind of making a late comeback uh, into the team here, uh, Same Maraba. So let me describe the situation for attacking midfielders. So they don't often uh, use formations that call for this position. Uh, especially recently. Uh, when it is used, it's usually a defensive midfielder. So we saw that uh, Ode Karub's only start was as a central attacking midfielder. And honestly, I think the only other time the role has been called for, uh, Mohamed Rashid uh, played that role. And that was uh, uh, in one of the uh, Asian Cup qualifying games back in June 2022. Uh, yeah, against uh, the Philippines. So. Um, not much call for these players, although uh, they do. I mean, that's why they don't uh, perhaps have a lot of starts here. Um, uh, these two players being used uh, mostly as substitutes. Okay, uh, there are no players coded as secondary strikers, so we move on to uh, forwards, our last uh, category. And here we have one likely candidate in uh, in Saleh Chihade. And uh, one possible candidate in Mahmoud Wadi. And uh, another, sorry, two possible candidates. The other is Ode Dabag. And then uh, we have one possible but unlikely uh, candidate. And I'll put him on the list because he was there in uh, June of uh, 2023. And that is uh, Rebeel Dahamshi. Uh, 
rebuild the Hampshire. He was only on the bench for two games in June 2023, so we think he's unlikely. Let's go back and look at Saleh Chihade, our likely candidate. Uh, he's been with the team since 2018 with 14 caps and two goals. And uh, he was uh, not born in Switzerland, but moved to Switzerland when he was seven years old. So he's been playing with Swiss teams, uh, currently with a team called Koreans in Switzerland. I'm not familiar with that team. Uh, so they're pretty small teams uh, that he's been playing for. Uh, but in terms of the national team for Palestine, he started four of their eight games over the past two years and was subbed in the three, uh, but not selected for the last match. So again, a bit of a concern uh, there. Um, but we do uh, consider him a likely candidate. In fact, he wasn't selected for the seven games before 2022. So he's kind of been, uh, he was kind of off the team and uh, back over the last two years, just not for the last game. Uh, okay, likely candidate, um, Saleh Chihade, and we move to look at our possible candidates, Mahmoud Wadi, we'll start with him. Uh, he has been with the team since 2017, but only 19 caps in that time. Uh, he was part of the Asian Cup 2019 squad. Uh, he was a substitute, actually, in game one, but then gained a starting position for the uh, the following two games. And he plays for Pyramid in Egypt. Uh, Pyramids in Egypt. He's been with several Egyptian clubs, uh, actually. And uh, over the past two years, well, he returned after a two-and-a-half-year absence in June of 2022. Uh, and so he has uh, uh, been... That uh, does cover the eight games over the past two years. He started four of them, uh, was subbed in for one and on the bench for one, and not selected, but not selected for the last two matches. So again, uh, a bit of a uh, uncertainty as to his current position uh, with the squad. That's Mahmoud Wadi. Uh, and finally, Ode Dabag. Uh, he is a, uh, well, he's been with the team since 2018, 27 caps on 11 goals. So uh, a main scorer for them and probably plays for the biggest club uh, among them. That's Charleroi in Belgium. He also played in, uh, the, in Portugal too. And uh, he was a sub in the 2019 Asian Cup. Uh, but in World Cup 2022, he was their top scorer uh, with four of their 10 goals. So um, uh, then it came as a surprise to me that he only started two of their eight games over the last two years, uh, subbed in for one and not selected uh, for the rest of the matches, the last five matches. So uh, for whatever reason that is, he's been off the team. I think we put him as possible here because uh, of his performance in, in uh, World Cup qualifying especially and his club affiliation, I personally would be a bit surprised to see him not make the squad, but then I'm, I'm not familiar with all the ins and outs of the squad. Anyway, Ode Dabag, uh, just a possible candidate here. So let's finish by summarizing the position. Uh, in the forward position, there's sometimes one slot and sometimes two. Uh, so Ode was there for two of the first three games. So it seems like he held down the position kind of 
leading up to and at the beginning of the period we're talking about. Uh, but after three games, he was gone, and it was mostly the two players we mentioned, Wadi and Chahade. Um, when Wadi does start, he, he usually is uh, starting as a centre-forward, whereas Chilade uh, sometimes starts as a centre-forward, but also, as we saw, starts as a left-forward or even a left-attacking midfielder. And then, oddly, in the last match, it was uh, left-winger Aldin, uh, Ala Aldin Hassan, uh, lining up as the sole forward. So, not really sure what uh, what was going on there. Um, okay, so that is it. Uh, we uh, will move on to part three now and with some closing thoughts. So again, uh, so many players um, uh, kind of brought in in September or else uh, not selected in September, having been selected regularly before it, that it's a bit of a confusing situation for Palestine. Some of the positions seem uh, quite nailed down, though, uh, especially on defence. Uh, but we'll have to look at the November games to get a clearer picture of who it looks like they're going to bring to the Cup. At least we do know they'll probably be... Um, using their best players in November, uh, probably with an eye to selecting their their squad for the Asian Cup. Okay, let's finish with a quick preview of part two then. So we're going to go back over the list that we compiled in this podcast or in this media cast. Uh, we're going to talk about any notable non-selections, so that would be likely or definite players who don't make the squad, and then any surprise inclusions, that would be any uh, possible but unlikely, or players who were seemingly off the squad that do make the squad, and there are always a few of those. Um, uh, so uh, a lot of those names will have to bring uh, bring in, maybe we mentioned them here, maybe we didn't. Uh, also, there's always a couple of new players who are hot in their club form leading up to the cup that the uh, manager brings in. And finally, we'll give an update on uh, injuries. We don't have any long-term injuries that we know about uh, for the players now, so uh, closer to the time uh, we will look at uh, those injuries and see uh, if any players are off the team for that reason. All right, that brings us to the end. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. I'd like to thank Nabur Avicham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap.